open eyes that we may see to follow the church hurt, I'm here for you. If you're looking to get over abuse, I am here for you. 
for you. You can contact me through my website, www.shariceandjohnsonmore.com, or you can reach me through my various social media apps Facebook, Sharice Johnson Moore 2, Twitter, Sharice J. Moore, Instagram, Sharice Johnson Moore. You can reach me through those, through those, you know, through those social media apps and my website. Okay. So this morning I have a word for you. And this season, we are moving into a new chapter in the Bible. Leviticus. Yes, child, Leviticus. Leviticus. Okay. Let's 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 do this little background on Leviticus, right? And Leviticus is the third book of Moses. And it has its it has Oh, Jesus, Leviticus. Okay. So, let's get into the terminologies or definitions, as they say, of what Leviticus means in the Bible. Leviticus is Hebrew, or way you cover, third book of Latin, Vulgate Bible. third book of Vulgate Latin Bible, the name of which designates its contents as a book or manual primarily concerned with priests, members of the priestly tribe of Levi and their duties. Although Leviticus is basically a book of laws, it also contains some narrative texts chapters 8, 9, 10, 1 through 7, 10, 16 through 20, and 24, 10 through 14. The book is usually divided into five parts. Sacrificial laws, chapters 1 through 7, the inauguration of the priesthood and laws governing their office, chapters 8 and 9. Laws for Ceremonial Purity, chapters 11 through 16. Laws Governing the People's Holiness, chapters 17 through 26. And the Supplement Concerning Offerings to the Sanctuary and Religious Vows, chapters, chapter 27. So, this chapter is dealing with ooh, the priesthood. What does the role of the priest play in the beginning of time? And we see that it is it is Aaron's job. Aaron is the first Levite, and he is given these assignments as being head of the church, head of your relationship with God in the beginning days of when the Israelites 
are in the wilderness. And his sons are assigned there too. It's passed down through generations that Aaron and his sons, and his sons, sons, and his sons, 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 and his sons, 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 and everybody in that lineage has to have, or this is their responsibility forever. Can you just imagine that? Like, man, like, I got to do this forever, Lord. I got to maintain your word. I got to maintain everything that you have given me responsible for for our relationship that I am a vessel that you've used me for to keep people to understand what you are about and how you want things in order and how you want things done. Can you just imagine that? So I want to just get into this word for you, you know, for this new season we are in season season six of daily devotional and we start this season off with leviticus leviticus right so would you sit back and relax and let's dive into this lesson okay Come on, join me. Sit me. Get your coffee. Get your get your um get your get your coffee, your meal, whatever you decide to eat at this time and moment. You know what you're gonna drink, you know, and and get your tablets, your cell phones, or your Bibles, okay? And um come on and join. Come on and join in the reading. I'm starting with Leviticus chapter one. We are in a new season. And this new season <clears throat> requires a little bit more discipline. Okay? So, I thank you. And come on, babies. Let's do this. everybody. All right, all right, all right, all right. We are starting this new season with Leviticus. It is about the priesthood. So let's read chapter 1, 1 through 17. And it is so. And the Lord called unto Moses, and spake unto him out of the tabernacle of the congregation, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, If any man of you bring an offering unto the Lord, ye shall bring your offering of the cattle, even of the herd and of the flock. If his offering be a burnt sacrifice of the herd, let him offer a male without blemish. He shall offer it of his own voluntary will at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation before the Lord. 
and he shall put his hand up hand upon the head of the burnt offering and it shall be accepted for him to make atonement for him and he shall kill the bullock before the Lord and the priest Aaron's sons and the priest Aaron's sons shall bring the blood and sprinkle the blood around upon round about upon the altar that is by the door of the tabernacle of the congregation and he shall flay the burnt offering and cut it into his pieces and Aaron's and the sons of Aaron the priest shall put fire upon the altar and lay the wood in order upon the fire and the priest, Aaron's sons, shall lay the parts, the head, and the fat in order upon the wood that is on the fire which is upon the altar. But his inwards and his legs shall he wash in water, and the priest shall burn all on the altar to be a burnt offering offering made by fire of a sweet savor unto the Lord. And if his offering be of the flocks, namely of the sheep, or of the goats for burnt sacrifice, he shall bring it a male without blemish. And he shall kill it on the side of the altar, northward before the Lord and the priest Aaron's sons shall sprinkle his blood round about upon the altar and he shall cut it into his pieces with his head and his fat and the priest shall lay them in order on the wood that is on the fire which is upon the altar but he shall wash the inwards and the legs with water and the priest shall bring it all and burn it upon the altar it is a burnt sacrifice an offering made by fire of a sweet savor unto the lord and if the burnt sacrifice for his offerings to the lord be a fowl then he shall bring his offering of turtle doves or of young pigeons and the priest shall bring it unto the altar and wring off his head and burn it on the altar and the blood therefore shall be wrung out at the side of the altar and he shall pluck away his crop with his feathers cast it beside the altar on the east part by the place of the ashes. He shall cleave it with the wings thereof, but shall not divide it asunder. And the priest shall burn it upon the altar, upon the wood that is upon the fire. It is a burnt sacrifice, an offering made by fire of a sweet savor unto 
the Lord. I have just read Leviticus 1, 1 through 17. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, we come to you to say thank you. Lord, we thank you for your word, for it guides us and leads us in the way that we should go, Lord, and that it is a thing, Lord, that we need your guidance. Thank you, Lord, for your guidance, instructions, that you lead us and guide us in the way that we should go and not falter. Lord, we thank you for all the things that you have given us just for this day. Just this day, just this one moment, just this one second, Lord, we thank you. We thank you from the top of our heads to the soles of our feet. For you have total dominion and power and glory, Lord, and we thank you. Lord, may you add a blessing to the reading of your word. In the mighty name of Jesus, we do pray. Amen, amen, and amen. babies it's time it's time to dive into this chapter of Leviticus 1 1 through 17 and we see that we are talking about the Levites what is Aaron's role and his son's role in the priesthood and in this chapter they are given the ceremony of how to conduct a burnt offering whether it be with a goat a bullock a dove and the animals that they bring into tabernacle of the congregation for a burnt offering. God has taken Aaron even though we know from the previous previous book of Exodus that Aaron messed up but he still used him anyway. I still have a plan for you. That's what God showed us in Exodus with Aaron. You can mess up, but I'm still going to use you. Now it is time for you to listen to these instructions and what you are supposed to do for your role as a priest. How are things conducted in your role as a priest for the priesthood and your son's role in their priesthood? He's not, God is not leaving out their role and their instructions 
and it brings back to me that no matter what you have done in your life, God still has a plan for you. He's going to carry it out. He's going to have you carry it out any by any means necessary. In this chapter, we see that these instructions are to be the way they are for a reason. God wants you to conduct yourselves in a time and orderly fashion, in a time and orderly way that you are to do this forever. This is your role, and that's all I'm going to say. God is, is, is just giving these instructions, and that's how he does us in life. Once he sets you on, he sets you on a path. You can straight off that path all you want, but he's still going to use you for his glory. He's still going to use you for his purpose. He's still going to, he's going to place that, that dream, that ambition, that, that thing that, that won't get out of your head to do. He will nag you with it. He will worry you with it. He will place it upon your shoulders that this is what I want you to do. And this is how I want you to do it. It is so funny that sometimes we think that, no, I can't do that. I can't, I can't do that. Who am I, Lord? Who am I? You know, I'm, I'm just a vessel. I'm healed. And I, I, I really don't know. And, and, and you're having doubts and you're having fears and you're having worry and you're having stress behind something God wants you to do, but you keep putting it off and God keeps Placing that thought in your head, that thought, that thought about what to do. But it will not let you go. It will hold you like no other when God places a calling on your life. When God places a calling on your life for you to complete an assignment he wants you to do. He will not let up. He will not let go of your hand. He will not uh he will not brush you off and say, okay, well, no, that's all right, because you didn't want to do it. I okay, I'm tired of I'm tired of fighting and arguing with you. No, God's not like that. God will be persistent in his calling for you to do something. And that's what he has done with Aaron and his sons. I need somebody in the earthly realm to complete my assignment of what I want to see in the world, what I want to see done with the people, what I want to see done in the people of my assignment. I want to see it to completion. Hey, like they say, never despise small beginnings. So whatever that thought is in your head, whatever that that mindset that you are fighting, please give in to what God's asking you to do. You doing wrong and God wants you to do something right, do the right. Because it will lead you to bigger and brighter and better things in your life. 
They are given an order. Has God ever given you a dream or a vision that he wants you to accomplish? That he has set in motion where everything, when you start one thing and then something else, you start another thing and then you start something else, you do that thing and therefore you know you got a whole plethora of good things sitting there at your table that you have accomplished because God has set you on a path. He know can't nobody else accomplish that task but you. That's how God is with the Levites. They have come, they have they have come all the way. They have left Egypt. They have left Egypt. Now they're in the wilderness and Moses has told them what God asked them to do and they do it in completion in this chapter we see that they are their assignment their assignment their assignment their assignment their assignment is all theirs can't nobody do it but Aaron and his sons and that's how he does us in our family life as well he does that in our families too where he's taking all that old stuff that was you used to do when you was a whoremonger and you was a thief and you used to you used to steal and you used to you used to you used to used to and now that God has turned around and come into your life and turn it around and you have left that old place He's giving you new direction, new purpose, a new plan, a new vision, a new calling on your life. I'll just give you that example. How I used to be and who I am today is two totally different people. God can change up, change you in a twinkling of an eye. Never despise what God is trying to do in your life because it is not to hurt you, but to bless you. Bless you for a better life. Bless you for generations to come. And sometimes it ain't even about you. It's about somebody coming behind you. You see, Aaron and his sons have this assignment. Not just not just on Aaron's shoulder shoulders. It is on Aaron and his sons' shoulders, and his, their sons after them, and their sons after them, and their great grandsons, and their great grand and his and his, it's a it's a it's a generational thing. It don't take but one person in your family to turn around and do some generational curse breaking stuff. And, well, you know it, everybody in the family is healed. Everybody in the family is saved. Everybody in the family is, you know, but, like like I say, it starts with that one person. It starts with that one person in the family. That's that's where they used to rob banks and they they used to smoke crack. They used to, you know, be out there with the women and with the men and all sorts of stuff. And used to have that lascivious life, that that life that 
wasn't getting in nowhere and then all of a sudden they they have this yearning in them they have this yearning in them and this yearning causes them to rethink their life and rethink the purpose and what am I showing my kids and what am I showing my grandkids it don't matter what age you are it don't matter how old you are if God wants to touch you at 80 years old he can do so God want to touch you at 16 he can do so he can touch anybody he want and he has a plan for everyone you know that's that's what the amazing part about God is when he has an assignment for you the assignment just ain't about you it's about everybody that's involved with you your family that's involved your family your even your friends and your cousins and it 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 spreads out you know they used to say about me oh she ain't never going out to nothing but look at the goodness of the lord She ain't, she ain't gonna do anything. She ain't gonna, you know, she just old crackhead, you know. But look at the goodness of the Lord. Look at where God has brought you from and where you at now. God does a slow, like a slow pot. A slow pot, and you doing a roast, and God takes time to marinate you, to pour all that old stuff out of you to bring in some new flavor, some new seasoning, some, ooh, it's gonna taste so good, you know, it's like a a roast, you know, you put the roast in, you know, in the slow cooker and everything, and then you put the uh, carrots in there and the onions and, and, and the potatoes and everything, and you let it sit and cook, Put a seasoning in there, and the seasoning. And then you put your gravy, your gravy in there. You make gravy, and then it, it all comes together and makes a nice, delicious roast. That's how God works on us. He takes out all that old stuff, that old blood. You ever pull a roast out of a pack? Or, yeah, out of the pack. You pull a piece of roast out of the pack. And you turn around and you look at it and all this blood that's sitting in it. Right? And then you put it in that pot. And then, uh, you, you know, of course, you rinse it off, you know. And then uh, how he it looks red. It looks red. It looks red at the beginning. And at the end, it looks nice and pretty and brown. That's how God is working on you. You're taking out that old stuff and putting in some new stuff in you. Okay, let me. All right, we're gonna turn it. We're gonna turn this blood into wine. We're gonna turn this into you know new wine. That old stuff got to go. That's what he's done with Aaron and Sons. They come from Egypt. Think think about that for a minute. Think about that for a minute. Where you have been somewhere in a place that God has delivered you from and look at you now you got your own business you're writing books you're creating this content you're, you're, you got podcasts you got 
uh, your minister, your gospel artist, your whatever, whatever God has called you to, look at where he's brought you from. Look at it. Just take your time out and look and listen. Yeah, you had some bumps and bruises along the way, but those bumps and bruises may have been because God wants you to see, I have more for you. I have more and I have a better assignment for you to do than sitting out here conning people, shysting people, running amok, doing what you want, you know, like, oh well, jingle bells, I don't care. But God has a purpose for you. He has an assignment for your life. Isn't God good? Regardless of what we might have done, God still loves us. God still keeps us. God still sustains us. And think about it. Think about this. Say, you be out there on drugs, and then you decide, I want something different out of my life. Where do you think that thought comes from? God starts to deal with you, deal with your inner being. He deals with he when he's ready for you to change. This is what he does. When he's ready for you to make a change in your life, he starts throwing stuff at you like, wow, I don't think I can do that. But you know what? You know, you might have dropped out of school. You went back to school, got GD, and got some college, and now you got a master's degree, or you got a PhD, or whatever, and you, you decide to go ahead and go out and follow your dreams, because that's what God instilled in you. Have something more for you to do than be out here selling yourself. Now, you turn around, oh, now, okay, I, uh, uh, I'm a recording artist, I have professionally recorded, I have uh, sang with different people, background for different people done a marvelous plethora of stuff and I keep throwing stuff at you keep throwing stuff good stuff not bad stuff not not someone oh well come on let's go get high someone like okay now let's go sing let's 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 go perform let's go let's go shout and sing for the Lord Come on, I'm pay you this money so I can turn around and trick you. Okay, but now it's like, no, it's not like that. Okay, you got your own business, you got your books, you got this, you got that. Look at what God has done in your life where He has turned you around in a 360 formation, and you be like, wow, I can't believe that used to be me. Look at Aaron and his sons. They out there, they partying and everything, and they're in the wilderness. And then, you know, when Moses goes up to the in the Mount Sinai, and then Moses come back down with the tablets, Moses so mad he broke the tablets because Aaron went along with the stupid plan. Oh, we're gonna make us a god out of gold, and we're gonna make a golden calf. Hold up, wait a minute, dude. God forgave him anyway and still has a and still still used him. Still used him regardless of what he did. He didn't hold that against him. He was like, oh man, okay, Lord, okay. I know you're gonna mess up. I already know what you're gonna do before you do it. So 
Why well, I'm going to get mad. I'm not going to waste my time on that. I'm going to just go ahead and keep using you for my glory. That's the thing about God. He never wavers. Say, we, 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 us humans, though, we, we something totally different. We are something totally different. Person mess up and they fall off the wagon. It's like, oh, Lord, oh, oh, Lord, here we go. Oh, Lord, and it fell off the way. They're back smoking crack again. But God says, hey, yeah, you might have fell off, but I don't make it don't it don't bother me none. It don't bother me none. Because I know I'm gonna get what I want. God always ends up with what he wants, regardless of how he has to do it. You might have to fall off that wagon to realize, ooh, Jesus, wait a minute, I've been here before and this ain't fun. Cause I know what happened to me. Oh, and I'm back out with the same people like left. The follow God. Now I don't fell off and fell off, Lord, and, and it's like, okay, um, you know, and then one day it wakes up, it's like, why am I dealing with this stupid? Why am I dealing with this stupidity in my life? When I know I had something nice, I had I was working on a plan, God was working on me, and I was really doing real good, and I fell off this wagon. That's just like Aaron. Aaron fell off the wagon. He was he was signed with Moses. He's uh Moses' number one dude, and he falls off and says, Oh well, okay, we're gonna party like in 1999. But then God says, all right, enough is enough. Enough is enough. And that's what he can do in your life. When he has set you on a path that you know that it's better than where you came from. And sometimes he gotta give you a wake up call, you know. You gotta he gotta give you a reminder every now. Oh, look at look, see now you done fell off this wagon. Do you really want to stay on the ground? Is this the place where I, I is this is this what is in your spirit? Is this is what's in your soul? Is this no, this ain't it, Lord. This ain't it. This ain't it, Lord. This ain't it. Let me go ahead and get some get right. Go ahead and go back over here with you. Cause I can't do I can't. That's a life, and that's how God does us in our feelings. He wakes us up to understand that this assignment is something I have for you and you can't run from it. Even though you can do all whatever, whatever you still, I still got a calling for you to do. I still got an assignment for you to accomplish. And that's what they do in this book of Leviticus. All right, start this new assignment. Now you're a priest. Now you have you have to do God's assignment. You have to do God's work instead of doing what what Satan wanted you to do. And your feelings, and and in the inside, it feels so much better when you come to God and say, "Lord, here I am. I'm sorry. Um, can you please forgive me? And and can you know, I, I'm sorry for the backsliding. I'm sorry for the backbiting. I'm sorry for the gossiping. I'm sorry for all the things that I did. And I know that one about you. That wasn't you. That's not what you want from me." So can I just come on back on over here, you know, and serve you? Because God, 
and you don't got to prove that to nobody else. Let, let's let's kill that notion right now that you got to prove your forgiveness to other people that don't have your assignment. Some people don't. Then you don't have to. You don't have to tell them you're sorry. You don't have to apologize to them. The only person you got to come to is God. Yes, it might be a little work, a little work to get back where you was at, but the work will be worth it. So, your assignment today is, I want you to listen to these instructions, and I need you to carry them out verbatim. That's just like when he had, uh, at, what is uh Bezalia. Bezalia and Ahobiel. When they turned around and got their assignments in Exodus about building the tabernacle of the congregation, they weren't distracted. They got the work. They got the work. So now, 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 uh, Aaron and his sons have this assignment as well. Come on, let's do this. And don't need us sitting around moping and crying and 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 whining. Come on, it's time to get busy with your assignment. What have you been putting off? What have you been running from? What have you been closing your eyes and having a blind out of sea? God has an assignment for you today. All you do is say, Lord, I'm sorry. Lord, I, I need, I, I want your forgiveness. I need your forgiveness. And we ain't got to explain that to nobody else. Because they don't have a heaven or hell to put us in. All right. So, this has been our lesson for the day for Leviticus. Okay, it is about the Levites, Aaron and his sons, and Moses has given them the directions, and Moses has told them what to do, what the Lord has spoken, and what it what is it that God has spoken to you about doing? Okay, I love y'all, and I hope you enjoyed today's um, today's topic. You know. Leviticus 1, 1-17. Through I just want to put this out there that um, I have a new book out. It is entitled, Coming to Loving Yourself, Study Guide to Building Your Self-Worth. And when you purchase this book, you'll be automatically enrolled in the workshop I have coming up for January the 22nd of 2022. I want to help those that need love, affection, caring, and to really get, you know, get back to the things that you love and you cherish in your life. You know, take the necessary steps to increase your courage and your and your and gain confidence. Okay, so when you purchase my new book, Coming to Loving Yourself, Study Guide to Building Your Self-Worth, you are automatically enrolled in the workshop that I'm having 
January, starting January the 22nd, 2022. Okay, babies? So go out and get it. It is a masterpiece, and I want to help you get your courage back, get your confidence, and find that love and cherish it and keep it. Okay, babies? I love y'all. You can purchase the book on my website www.shereesandjohnsonmore.com and I will be glad to send it to you. Okay babies? I love y'all and I want y'all to have a blessed day and bye babies. i talk to y'all tomorrow. everyone, Sharice Johnson Moore here, owner and CEO of LBMTB. At LBMTB, our objective is to give you programming that will invigorate, motivate, and inspire you. Our programming will provide you with insight, in-depth knowledge, and solutions in your daily living. We can be seen on every smart TV, smartphone globally, we're located on the C1 Media Smart TV app, Apple TV, Roku TV, Amazon Fire TV, Android TV, and Google TV. So get ready to enjoy positive, uplifting programming for your daily living here at LBM TV, where we care about you. Hello, 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 Sharice Johnson Moore here, and I have something special for you. Okay, I'm starting a new streaming channel, and it is entitled LBM TV. Okay, so I want to get you seen in front of 4.5 million people. Okay. You know how many people that is that you could advertise your business to, that you could put yourself on front of the people to be seen. 4.5 million people. Oh my God, that's a lot of people, right? So, I'm opening the door for all of those that would like to advertise on my TV channel, LBM TV, an opportunity to really get in front of the people you can contact with contact me through lbmtvmedia at gmail.com for further details lbmtvmedia at gmail.com for further details okay so i want to get you seen in front of 4.5 million people okay so that's on a daily basis and I wanted to let you know that I support all businesses, okay? So, come on in. Come on in the room. 
and get seen on TV. Okay? All right, babies. I love you. 